What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast, episode 64, live on location in dreary, rainy, overcasty. I can't believe it's not winter. Can't believe it's not butter, for one. And secondly, I can't believe it's not winter. Um, this type of late delay on winter makes me nervous because you know we're paying for it on the other end. You know what I'm saying? Take it on the other side, red hot chilies. But you know, that means winter's going to be longer on the other side. So welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast. Uh, I am streaming it right now live on TikTok at the same time. So TikTokians, uh, you will not hear me engaging uh, with, but you know, whatever, two birds stoned at once. But yes, the show available on Spotify and its affiliates. And we try to bang out one a week and it's Saturday morning. Great big Saturday morning on ABC. You know what I'm saying? I forget all the shows. The only show that really mattered that was on Great Big Saturday Morning was Recess. You know? TJ? Was that the man's name? Anyway. So, um, Yes. Uh, it does concern me a little bit when there's this kind of delay. It certainly is not beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. And it's a weird vibe for my, it's always a weird, you know, December is one of those months that like, I feel like it drives people up emotionally or drives people down. And uh, for many, many years, for for a lot of different reasons, I was a I was a down driver. I was a down driver. So if you're feeling that way, you're not alone. Um, been there. And um, there is help, and you can reach out to me privately if uh, you feel like you're struggling. So anyways, um, yes, episode 64, and uh, did pretty good. We have 30, this is the 34th episode of the year, um, which is pretty nice. And it's kind of funny. Um, It actually ends up being, like I put the Ryan Sullivan show on my resume, and over the last, like, I don't know, six, seven years, anytime I'm in a job interview, that's what they want to know about. They don't give a fuck about my work experience. They're like, what's the Ryan Sullivan show? And uh, I'm like, ah, it's just a little, it's a podcast. It's a way of life. You know, it's an, it's an approach. Uh, it's, a, it's a mind space. It's a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Um, speaking of mind space, um, I started rewatching Black Mirrors this week. And uh, picking and choosing, because not all of them are created equal, but that USS McAllister one is, who's that blonde actor, dude? He's such a good creeper. I always forget his name, but you know the guy. He was in, uh, yeah, he's in a bunch of shit. He's in, he is in a season of Fargo as well, but he's just such a good creepy dude, creepy actor. Um, Just because he's just deadpan. You know what I'm saying? He's speaking of deadpan, I watched Deadpool also this week. Um, yeah, I'm. I it's it's watching shit season. I tried Wednesday. Could I'm gonna I'll circle back, but I couldn't, man. I don't know. I love Tim Burton, and I want like you know the internet freaked out about that show this week. But I'm just like I don't know. I found myself a little bit bored. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, December. The great polarizing month make you feel real good or make you feel real shitty, and sometimes both. Um, but uh, it that's okay. Don't trip if if you're feeling a little manic these days. It's just one of those things where like 
you know, the rest of the world is like peaking. They're, you know, they're peaking on M. You feel me? And you may not feel, and in fact, a lot of people, maybe more than half of people don't feel that way. And as the world gets happier, you just feel more and more like not. And it can be an isolating month. Um, and for a lot of my adult life, I could never um, go home for Christmas because I worked retail for many years. Well, all of my 20s, I worked retail. And so I could never go home for Christmas because Boxing Week, well, you made your money like in the week before Christmas. And uh, I'm recording a podcast. I'm not talking about shoes um, or clothing. I might, but that's not the point of this live. Um, there's more to life than sneakers and clothes. So yeah, the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast on Spotify. Um, but yes, there is... Uh, I forget where I was going. Oh yeah, working retail and not being able to go home for Christmas uh, because that's when you made your money. It was like the week before Christmas and then Boxing Week. Oh, boy, oh boy, I don't miss retail very much. I have a lot of respect for people who do work retail. Those are hustlers, man. You're on your feet all day slanging. All day slanging. I think it's a really good thing to have on your CV because um, often you're working for little or no commission. But uh, yeah, December can be a tricky month. And uh, if you're not feeling amazing, it's okay. Um, totally get it. But um, yes, episode 64 as we approach the end of the year. And uh, nice little progression of the Ryan Sullivan show. So um, yeah, highlights from the week. I don't know, man. I'm in love with somebody in my family. <laughs> Hold up. Uh, who's just like not easy to deal with, man. It's really tough. Um, and it's one of those things. All you can do is just keep inviting. All you can do is just keep inviting, keep inviting, keep inviting. And, uh, it's heartbreaking. I think I finally feel sort I'll never understand how my parents, you know, like their perspective on their children and stuff, but yeah, it's it's tough when you care about somebody, but they just won't pick up what you're putting down. Like they just won't accept the invitation. Um, a lot of patience being exercised. Um, but yeah, I have someone in my immediate family who just like is not real easy to deal with. And like, yeah, it's uh, it just I don't know. All you all you can do is just keep inviting. Like it's not my job to figure it out. And this is what I told them, like, it's not my job to figure it out, to say the right thing, to know what they're feeling, to have the right answer, to crack the code. I don't have to be the perfect brother. I just, it's my responsibility to keep inviting, to keep inviting, keep inviting, keep inviting. And uh, that's, that's, you know, that goes for any difficulty I feel in life you know whether it be family members or the workplace but it can be demoralizing it can be tough like I said I sort of feel like a parent when you're like why can't you see and they're just like an angsty teenager like okay you know and you're just like Ugh. um but yeah it weighs heavy you know you know I'm spending a rack to go home to see my family because traveling in Canada is an effing nightmare 
It's cheaper to go to Europe. It's cheaper to go to Europe, Jerry. It's so ridiculous. It cost me a G note to go to Calgary, Alberta. Super frustrating. Uh, but our country is too goddamn big. We don't have enough people in it to drive the price down. I get it. But I think hot take: the plane. If you have a Canadian passport, every single plane ticket, whether it's an hour away or eight hours away, um, should be two hundred dollars. Anyway, um, yeah, going to see fam and then, but there's this big butt, you know, and not in the good way, not in the Sir Mix-a-Lot way and just kind of this like cloud over top of it, um, which is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, all I can do is keep inviting. And the, I was on the phone with my parents last night for two hours, had a great little catch up. And uh, it just, they're hurt about it, you know? It hurts them. And I know it takes two to tango. There's more than, but, you know, family matters. Shout out to, shout out to the Winslows. Oh, what was that rap line? Too many Urkels on your team. That's why your wins low. <sighs> Bars. I unfortunately think that that's a Kanye lyric. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, we just try to be, you know, one of my mantras in life. One of them is, you know, keep inviting. Another one is part of the solution or part of the problem. Whenever confronted with difficulty or uncomfortability, it's a fork in the road. And I just ask myself, are you being part of the problem or part of the solution? And sometimes it's as simple as that. So that's my little nug of advice for you in a difficult month for a lot of people. And I dreaded, like, historically, December pile drive me into the ground. I've uh, not so much the past couple of years for many different reasons um, that I don't think I'll get into on the podcast. But, um, yeah, I feel you. Um, it's It can be tough to navigate, you know. So... In any case, um, yeah, we're ripping and rolling. Works hard, man. I've been at this new job for like six weeks. And it's oh, it's a tech startup. And like, I'm a marketer. And it's, it's how do I put it without, you know, saying too much information. But it's a, it's a product. It's a company. It's, it's software that's six years old. It's very well developed. I'm day one marketing ground zero guy. Like I've been hired to start and build a marketing team, but I'm first man in on landing on the moon here. And so I'm trying to like apply marketing principles to a product that's six years old and it's, it's tough to play catch up. But uh, yeah, um, as always in life, like if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. If it doesn't feel uncomfortable, you're not learning very much. And that's a constant lesson that I hate learning. <laughs> I like being cozy. I like being a pro. I like being a master. I don't like being uncomfortable. Um, but that's when we learn things. That's when we, that's when we actually, because, you know, and it's always those challenges that you call on in the past. Like when I was applying and looking around for this job that I got now, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about the wins for like 10 minutes. What are, what are your top three successes in your last role or function? And then they're like, how did you deal with adversity and challenges in your last position? And that's what you spend 45 minutes talking about because they want to know how you handle hardship. 
I think that's what that's what leadership is. It's not dealing with good shit. It's about dealing with challenges and struggle. Um, and that's what gives you a lot of value. But it's when you're slugging away and you're in the trenches, it's impossible um, to have that perspective. Um, but all one can do is just reflect on times of the past when you have had dubs and you have pushed through that adversity. adversity. Um, but yeah, it's a little uh, it's a little learning curve, you know, another new challenge, um, but all part of. Um, if I want to get where I want to go, which is having my own little marketing agency based in Canmore, Alberta, that's the feasible dream. Dream job number one, R&B singer. Dream job number two, MLB player. And that's it. We end the list at two. Uh, neither the, the ship has sailed and the ship never existed on either of those, to be quite honest. But uh, reasonable like life dream. Yeah, it's to be a marketing consultant and, and to live and operate out of Canmore, Alberta, which is just this beautiful place. Like you just step out the crib and just like surrounded by towering, towering mountains. Um, I don't miss Calgary, the city, but I do miss its access to the mountains um, for sure. That shit calls me, bro. That should be calling me like a Ricola horn. You feel me? Um, just want to slap on some leader hosen and go chill. Um, no winter coat, just out there in leader hosen in the middle of a mountain. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to go see a few friends. I never let people know that I'm going home. I never do that because you set the stage. Because when I don't know about you, but when I go home to visit my family, I don't want to do shit. I just like being at home, eating and laughing. That's the you know this whole like chaos of like oh i gotta go and make the rounds no i'd be i'd be under the radar i do not let people know that i'm going home and then they'll start seeing in my socials that i am home be, oh we should link up and i'm like yeah for sure no <laughs> i appreciate the shout out but nah um but yeah there's always like there's some food spots i'm looking forward to and there's family i'm looking forward to seeing it's always a, just such a goofy time i have such a good time well my favorite thing to do in life is like bring a laugh that's my favorite thing to do in, in this life is bring a laugh and and a layer above that is to bring a smile like to bring a laugh to to a family member and just have them you know have a nice little chuckle a little light little twinkle in their eye and then ah it's a really nice feeling. Um, they call me Leonard Skinner because I'm a simple kind of man, baby. That's all I need. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to, I was talking to my folks last night um, for two hours, man. They're such good people. I'm so grateful for my folks, man. And it was definitely not always comfortable. But like they had such a whirlwind life like growing up roman catholic like eastern canadians like so strict their upbringing we don't like i had a pretty strict upbringing myself spanking crew definitely got wailed on Waylon jennings over here but in a tough love you know tough love i have no qualms i'm about that um but yeah definitely got spankings that's for sure but i was a shithead dude i was a bit of a nightmare. I was absolutely a bit of a nightmare. And, you know, like all of us, like 
insecure and full of fear child. Um, and so my, my defense mechanism or how I got people in my life was class clown. Like that was, that was how I got people's approval was acting up. Um, <clears throat> so I was in trouble all the time and getting in over my head <clears throat> for people's approval all the time. And, uh, and yeah, my parents I, too, just did their best, like trying to keep up with that bullshit. <laughs> There's many instances. They're like, I can just imagine. They're like, Rye guy, why did school send you home again, dude? Why aren't you allowed to go back to grade eight for three days? You lit your desk on fire. Can you tell us why? And I'm sitting there. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, just a handful. I'm so, but my folks, like they, I don't know. It's crazy. They met at a, I don't know if you know, but I'm a Weasley, bro. And my dad is the Scottish Irish. Um, and my mom, it's like Acadian. Her lineage goes back Acadian. But they met at a St. Patrick's Day, like, function in Ottawa. And just they just smashed. They just hooked right up and had my sister instantly. <laughs> Didn't know each other, like, barely. They hooked up and got pregnant, like, right away. And started a family. And they just, like, here's the cards we were dealt. Like, here we go. And my dad was a young lawyer young Weasley lawyer. Um, he's, he was a ranger, by the way, like he had orange, orange hair. Uh, and, um, he had left Annie Nova Scotia and moved out to Calgary to be a lawyer. Um, and he was a defense attorney for many years. And, um, he was in Ottawa for something. I don't even, I forget. And my mom was working for sports Canada, um, in admin, um, at Sports Canada back then. And uh, they met at a St. Patrick's Day like function. And she saw him rolling in with that red fucking hair and a kilt straight up. Faja was wearing a kilt. And she swooned on him. She caught feelings for a for a for a Scottish Irishman from small town Nova Scotia. And they hooked up and they got it on. Cue the Marvin Gaye, you know what I'm saying? And oopsie, pregnant. <laughs> okay, let's figure out how. And my parents in my adult life have, like, I don't know. I, I'll speak for myself. I have such a hard time dealing with uncomfortability. Like, our meter, our tolerance for uncomfortability is so low. Like, my parents didn't really know each other when they got pregnant with my older sister. And just rode with each other. Like, I could cry at how admirable that is. Can you imagine figuring out if you like each other after, bro? They're still together. And they've said in my adult life to me on a few occasions, like, we got to know each other after the kids left. 20-year buffer. Okay, we're have, we have, you know, obviously they were into each other. There was a, there was a, a romance there and an infatuation. But they got pregnant with my older sister, uh, like, right away. Like, within, dude, it might have been the first night they met. <laughs> they got pregnant with my older sister. And then they were like, okay, this is, this is our responsibility. 
um, to have this child and, and, and raise it. And then along came, along came Polly, AKA Rye guy. And then my younger sister, Monique and, uh, yeah, the little three bats out of hell and they just stuck it out and they made like, I just admire that amount of compassion for, and I guess that's what being a parent is, but like, damn, bro, they really just, um, had a tenacity and integrity, man, like integrity. Um, and, uh, yeah, they've told me like later on in my life, like, yeah, we didn't like, we fell in love after the kids left. I have so much, so much respect for that. It's unbelievable. And they love each other today more than ever. Now, I know that that's V-rare. You know what I'm saying? But, man, how beautiful and inspiring that is. And I spoke with, I was on the horn with them last night for two hours. And they're just ripping. They're just hanging in the, you know, in the whatever den, like living room. I can't wait to be home be with them. Like, I love their energy. So I'm so grateful for my folks. Um, they have so much to give. And that's why it's so heartbreaking when you have a, an immediate family member who just isn't there and dealing with their own stuff. And I've been there on with my own stuff for a long time. Um, but yeah, uh, I just, I just want, I just, yeah, but it's not all about me, you know, and everyone has their own journey, but man, I, I respect, well, my dad's my hero. I'll just say that my dad's my hero. Like came son of a barber, eight siblings broke dead, broke upbringing, you know? And to where he is now, I won't like blow his cover. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, he's he's my hero, and uh, I don't think a lot of people are get to say that. And uh, it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, we were chatting for a whole two hours last night, and I'm I'm going home. I'm flying on the cheapest day possible, Christmas Day, and it's still a thousand bucks. Like, come on, dude. Now, I don't really care about Christmas Day. Um, it's never in our adult lives. It's never been about Christmas Day. Um, it's just like whenever we get together, if I don't if I don't get home till March, Christmas is in March. You know what I'm saying? They leave the tree up. <laughs> no, they don't. But um, yeah, it'll be dope. Um, and uh, see the family. Like my parents still live on my childhood home in my childhood home, like on my childhood street, um, which is fire, which is so fun. Um, because I go down the street and see the neighbors, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, uh, there's some neighbors that I'm not, they never were a fan. Cause like I said, I was a shithead. Um, I was lighting fires in the street. Like, bro, I was, yeah, I was a handful, man. I was such a handful. That just reminded me of this time, like, skateboarded as a kid and we would just light shit on fire and like do tricks over it <laughs> what else are you gonna do on a saturday so there we were i should have died there's you know those moments you reflect on your child and you're like yeah i should have died um or should have been severely mauled um but yeah we were lighting shit on fire and and ollieing it <laughs> and trying to kickflip over shit on fire and so we we're doing tricks over this like just like pile of wood and of naturally, you know, 12, 13 years old. Well, let's light her up. Let's get her going. 
so I go into the garage. Um, this was back in the in the days of like gas powered everything, and get a gas can and go down to the street. Utah Drive. Um, shout out to the Utah Utes, by the way, who won the Big Twelve last night. People are like, any whatever. Uh, so go get a gas can. Like. Dude, we used to listen. We used to just dig a hole in soil, pour gasoline in there, light the gas on fire in the hole, bury the bury the gas on fire. Wait a minute and then un and then just dig up and it was still burning underground. We just thought that that was fascinating. What are you guys doing? Playing with fire? What are you guys doing? Ruining your soil bed? <laughs> just burying burying fire like what the hell guys so down there on the street you know red gas can just oblivious um and just and like massive flame because like there's gas all over like way spilled over all over the fire blah 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 over the wood but um oh cool and do a couple tricks and i didn't see at one point I look over and I, and I see that like the little nozzle of the gas can is like, thunk, like a candle. And I was like, Oh shit. And sure enough, there had been a little trail of gasoline, like from the little pile of wood that we were skating over doing tricks over. There was a little trail all the way to the gas can and dink, there it is on fire. That's a bomb people. This is a bomb. I didn't know how, that could because you have your aqueous gas and then you have your gas gas gaseous gas Ooh, scientist that's a bomb that is a bomb i run i'm like oh the gas can's on fire i run over and i kick it like if a gas can if that was ever a mat like the worst idea ever like this should have exploded all over me i would i would be a different person like if this was a full red gas can that's on fire and I run up to it and I lay a boot to it to try to put it out. Like what was just no, no thought, no ration. I just boom. <laughs> of course it doesn't put it out, but this gas can spins across from one side. Cause I put it on the side of the sidewalk. I kick it into the street. This gas can like zips across the street, spilling gas as it's spinning across the street. More door wall of fire <laughs> on a Saturday at like 10 30 AM on Utah drive. And two cars are people like coming home from church or some shit, just pulling up and they just stop and like, da 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 da. Like they've entered like, I don't know, but yeah, wall of fire. And we're just there. Oh my God. And just had, couldn't do anything, but, but yeah, needless to say, I was an absolute nightmare and it's a miracle. My parents are still together and they dealt with so many of these, just like, what was the, what was the reason Cardi B voice? You know what I mean? Like, Oh God. Um, so I appreciate them very much. And, uh, yeah, it was a nice chat with them last night. I look forward to seeing them for the holidays. In any case, uh, that, is the end of the podcast um we keep it at 30 minutes um so episode 64 in the bank um 
I don't really remember what I talked about family and yeah, December being tough, like hang in there. I feel you. It's a tough month. Like it, it, uh, it really can be, can drive you up or drive you down. But, uh, I feel you, um, you're not alone. If you're having a hard time this December, I certainly for many, many Decembers. Um, and yeah. Um, anyway, so, um, Follow my socials at Sullivan Ryan. And then the podcast is archived on Spotify. Just search the Ryan Sullivan show. Um, And I appreciate you listening. So episode 64, that's a wrap. Have a dope ass weekend. And uh, I'm up to some shenanigans this weekend, doing some shit, couple food reviews, special event with the Montreal Canadians on Sunday night. Why is it Sunday night? Whatever. It doesn't really matter actually, but um yeah videos for that for sure you already know the vibes so anyway um peace thanks for listening